This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The Fair Oaks Mall Carnival is coming September 9th through the 18th. Free parking and the best rides in town. Ride the Ferris wheel, the Superman, the merry-go-round, or one of our great kitty rides. Try the delicious funnel cakes and carnival food or test your skill at one of the games. There is fun for the whole family. For information, amazing discounts, visit dreamlandamusements.com through September 8th. The Fair Oaks Mall Carnival, September 9th through the 18th. Don't miss it. Talk full time. I'm Russ Goldman, and joining me right now from Craven Cottage is Emilio Danello and Max Cohen. This is our initial reaction to Fulham's 1 1 draw on Boxing Day to Wolves. This is a very interesting match, and this will just get us started on our coverage of this match. Let me bring the guys on to talk to them, get their views of this 1 1 draw. Fulham had the lead late in the match, and unfortunately, Wolves get the equalizer. Max? Emilio, how are you guys doing? Yeah, we're doing all right. Very good, you know. You know, disappointed. Uh, disappointed to see it in a late, late equalizer. That's that's a, a, a well earned point, and it could have been a lot more. But you know, it's nice to see Max. Happy Christmas to all our listeners around the world as well. So we're sat outside the Johnny Haynes statue right outside Craven Cottage. So and yeah, the salute to our our former hero here. He'll be proud of what he's on the pitch today. Yeah, I know we're both in the Johnny Haynes stand today, and we saw some a lot of action came. Um, on, on that side of the pitch. Absolutely. Unfortunately, we couldn't get a three points. Of course, that would have been the perfect, you know, press, uh, present after Christmas. But the performance is very encouraging. Mm. I, I kind of build this as a must-win before the match, and of course we didn't win. But I just feel we're off the bottom now, at least momentarily. It does feel as if the tide is turning, Ross. And there is some optimism. We could have easily won that match if Mitro shot at the end just because it fit <laughs> and it centimeters over the line. But so close, guys. It's okay. Wait it's till you okay. see the replay win- of this. We needed a hurricane, hurricane-scale wind blowing in our direction. That would have maybe put it back on net. But from where I sat, it was wasn't it? It was quite clear it just wasn't going to roll into the back of the net. But he had no right to win that ball. You know, three against one, then almost created a, a, a last gas winner. So, uh, but uh, I'll take a point. But it I will too, guys. And, and Max, this goes back to you because I've talked to Mike Gregg about that. 
this, and he said we needed six points in these, say, three matches. We're talking about Newcastle United, Wolves, and then, of course, Huddersfield Town. But if you look at it and you got a point from Newcastle United, now you got a point here. Obviously, the Huddersfield Town match is a must win, but five points instead of six, I'll take it if they can get that victory on Saturday. Yeah, it's all about the win. And if we get that win um, on Saturday, we're looking at a very different story. I think we might even be third from bottom and maybe out of the relegation zone at that point. So it's all about the mentor. It's all about how we play. But if we play like we did today against Huddersfield, we should win. And I think we should win pretty comfortably because Wolves, let's not forget, are a very good side. This side is Stephen Shelton, Drawn City. And we played them, I think, very even, perhaps. We played marginally better, but we played this against a poor team against like Huddersfield. should be the three points. Right. Emilio, over to you. Just want to ask you, just for you watching this match, it's a one-one draw. What what was the turning point in this match? To be honest, Ranieri saw saw that we we were literally getting pushed back. We were playing so deep in that that second half. Something had to change quickly. I was actually crying out for change a lot sooner, but he made the substitution. Shirley, you know, other than a few nice touches, think I played with. with Mitrovic and Tomorrow and Seth Huff, it was anonymous, especially second half. So when Seth came on, it, I thought that created a buzz in the ground. There's a bit of optimism. Yeah. It sounded like yeah. we've got our, our young kid back, our, our hero, and there was optimism. Someone said, hold oh, on, this is a player with pace, come back from injury, maybe this might just the type of player that we need. And that, I think, was a turning point because the crowd were lifted, the players were boosted, and, you know, we got, you know, through sheer determination and pressure, Mitrovic won that free kick. He didn't win many many free kicks here on the day. Other the referee was quite quite you know, had a poor hey, game. Yeah, yeah. But he won that free kick. Good delivery from Seri. Maybe his only good 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 <laughs> good, good, good part of the game and great cross and and and, and Cessignon was there to, to do what he does best. So that was a turning point and Ranieri should okay. be applauded for making the, the change at the right moment. Bringing on Cessignon. And, and soon after. Yeah, that was the right moment. But unfortunately, we just as you say, we just lost concentration for a split second. You know, the Christian Adoy lack of communication and you know the, the three men attack that ball and we'll you know you could argue deserve equalized and but one one moment of oh, madness one moment of lack of yeah. concentration took the eye off the oh, ball yeah. and you know they got an equalizer but that's gut yeah. wrenching for me but ultimately so many more positive we should reflect on the positives rather than the absolutely i totally agree with you max do you agree with uh emilio that the turning point was the substitution bringing on Cessna. Yeah, certainly. I think the first half, I was just kind of impressed by the way that Mitro, Shirley, and Kamara combined. Shirley was obviously the weakest one. That was what made Cessna take it off. When Seth came on, Shirley was right. So the ball around the ground, never took him as often. Awesome. I love that goal went in, though. I haven't seen the cause of that. Wow, that's rocking. It took quite some time, obviously, to enjoy his goal in the playoff final, and then the semifinal. Because they were such, such a relief to do. All this time we've been knocking on the door, we couldn't couldn't quite finish, and we just didn't put that in. Um, I, I thought we were gonna win. Then there's a feeling as soon as we start to sit back and they crept forward. I don't know about you, Amelia, but I kind of felt oh, it's not gonna quite go well. I was I was scared for Christy after he got that yellow, stupidly got that yellow card in the first half. He had no need to go and you know go in that bit of argy bargy with the with the Wolves midfield there. Should have should have kept out of it. He picked up a yellow card, and I think that. Maybe that could be a turning point as well, because in a funny way, Christie wasn't able to commit tackles in that second half. He had to stay somewhat back, just just stay in a way, but rather, rather than committing, because we couldn't afford to go down. That's a good minutes. point. So 
maybe That's another way of looking at it is if Christie didn't get that second that yellow card in the first half. He might have been more committed to attack yeah. that ball and cover. And maybe maybe that's a turning point. That's very interesting. I also want to mention to both of you guys, in my opinion, Callum Chambers was lucky not to get two yellow cards. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, I think um, he definitely had some strong challenges, but that's how he plays his game. He's kind of unhinged. And I know. As well. He has a little bit of an edge. Yeah. But totally. I, I thought he had a, a decent game. Not one of his best, but... I, I thought, yeah, I thought the first, the first foul of the two was more of a yellow card in the second one. The second one is a retaliation of the Wolves midfielder right. that got them the yellow card. Then obviously Christie got involved. He's stupidly got a yellow card. And I think that well, he, second half, Christie made me nervous. He makes me nervous whenever he comes to the pitch anyway. <laughs> but in the second half, he wasn't able to commit. He was standing off his, off his, you know, off his attack. And to be honest, he did reasonably well. It's all he could do. He's limited. But, you know, that's a bit second of lack of concentration between him and yep. Odoi and... Wolves come and gave us a sucker punch, and so it just feels like a defeat. But let's talk about the good things that happened in the game throughout. Absolutely. And I'm going to give you guys some interesting stats from the first half because I thought Fulham were the better team in the first half. For all the possession that Wolves had, you guys watched this. I'm going to tell you this. Fulham had nine shots to three for Wolves and three to one on target. I think that it's kind of telling. Emilio, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I just thought overall it Wolves Rico, what did Rico have to do in that half? In the whole game really, to be honest. I thought I don't think Rico was troubled that much. It's a comfortable save. Um even even again even Fulham, you know, we, we had a lot of shots on target, a lot off target, a lot of half chances. But first half you saw Mitrovic very frustrated at times. You know, he sort of maybe should have should have scored should have scored with his, his, with the opportunity he created for himself. He had a free head earlier on that should have done better on the Schurler free kick um uh, across. So there were moments where you saw a Mitrovic who's lacking confidence in front of goal. Not confidence in terms of winning the ball, holding up the play like the best. But where we need him to be clinical, he's lacking a bit of confidence in front of that, in that six-yard box. I don't you think that? Okay. Yeah, it's odd because I think early, early season, even last season, the chance out of Newcastle in the last minute, chance out of that. I think those are in the back of the net. And these are top scorers been involved in more than half of all, all of our goals, but it's just not quite as lethal as it has in the mm. past. And it, it hurt us. Yeah. Okay, very good. Guys, let's talk quickly about the second half. We've already talked a little bit about the impact that Session had and obviously score the goal. But let's talk about the goal from Wolves. And I just want to share this with you. The NBC sports team, the presenters afterwards, were very critical of Joe Bryan after the meeting. In fact, to the point where they said that he should be dropped because of the mistake he made. So, they were talking about the fact that it was his responsibility for the far post and that he let the attacker beat him to the ball, basically. he The attacker wanted it more. What are your thoughts about that? Max, your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, this is for me because I actually saw this goal really clearly in terms of the first part where Kyle Lair is in an offside position and no one no one notices him. And I was almost like, watch, watch number seven, watch, watch Kyle Lair. And Christie doesn't see him. Uh, Doyle doesn't pick him up. And he gets through there. And when the ball goes in, I saw the replay a bit um, when I was just exiting the ground. Hey, Brian isn't going five. Your back is the goal and you're running towards trying to block it. He just wasn't in the right position coming off. And I, I think it might be a bit harsh to say he's dropped. I just didn't know play too badly today. But who else are you going to put in there? In our formation, the Marshawn is not an attacking wing back to play in a 5 3 formation. So yeah. you can say you drop him all you want, but a bit difficult to make a decision. Right. What they were saying, guys, is just so you know that 
these type of mistakes keep happening. And, and they were, again, I'm paraphrasing, saying that at some point they feel that Ranieri needs to make an example to stop these mistakes from happening and, and someone should be dropped. And that's where they were going on Joe Bryan. But let's move on quickly because let's talk about the very end. We've already talked about it a little bit. You have the opportunity after the goal from Sice. And honestly, guys, I'm sure you feel the same way. I was fearful that Wolves were going to score. And there was a shot by Costa that just goes wide one minute later. But then you have the opportunity from Nitro. You guys have already a little bit talked about it. Max, what was going through your mind when you're watching the ball just come so close to going in? It was a killer. It almost felt like slow motion. Yeah. So the ball was moving, so it almost, it was moving backwards. You see Mitrovic through it, and fair catch him. There's no way in the world he should be. He's no right to get in that position. It's just a hopeful move forward. He does yeah. brilliantly. He gets three defenders, and he holds it up. Exactly. And it takes lucky deflection, actually, to get past the keeper. He's actually the yep. defender. Nicks it, and that's why the ball goes slowly. And we could see the three Wolves defenders and Patrice was chasing after it. And we were just willing it over. because We were far. It, it, it looked like it was close. And then it's clear, and we look at Mariner, and there's, and there's no whistle, and it's just devastating. A goal there would have absolutely lifted the top off the ground. Yeah, that that would have been crazy. Miller, you've already talked a little bit about it. It, it, it must have drove you crazy watching that. Exactly, but because it, it was right in front of me, it was quite clear the ball didn't have enough pace in it to ever go over the line, to be honest. So it, I wasn't raising my hopes. It just, it just, it just did that bit of luck. So I think that luck is starting to turn now. You know, I think Max okay. sort of alluded to that earlier. I just see a way, more difficult to break down. It's definitely more organised from the back. The keeper's looking fairly comfortable. wasn't wasn't stretched today, nor was he stretched against Newcastle. So these are massive positives. You know, we, we just need to start addressing the quality in midfield and the, the more clean, we need to be more clinical in front of God. And that's that's my disappointment today. I think I thought we had enough chances today to win the game. Unlike against Newcastle, where we didn't yeah. really offer much offence that today. There were some chances there, and on another day we will be kicking ourselves. That that will be seen as two points dropped. Not one point game. I'm thinking it's a point game because so we're in a relegation dogfight and Wolves dominated possession by, by a country mile today. But Emilio, what did you think of the approach from Ranieri setting the team up with uh, three centre backs again? Conservative to, to beat them on the counter, but again, I kept hearing Ranieri say that he was so fearful of them on the counter that I think that's the mm-hmm. reason why he went with this, but it almost worked. Yeah, actually, it almost works. And this is just a testament to how he won the Premier League. You know, kept it tight defence, used Jamie Vardy, you know, as a, you know, as an outlet there to uh, with his pace and threat. And you know, he tried to do something very similar when he brought Steph on. To be honest, it just re- it just resembled a sort of an inferior version of how he won the Premier League with Leicester yeah. City a few seasons back. So, he, you know, credit to Ranieri for setting up the team well, getting some organisation in that defence. And I'm going to give yeah. a shout out to Mawson. So I thought Mawson has led that back line, you know, like a true professional. I see this is potentially growing in confidence. We're seeing that game after game. Yep. Leicester's conceded. He's leading that back line. He's talking to his players. He's, le- he's leading by example. And, and I've said to you before, this, he reminds you of how Lewis Dunk was a few seasons ago. And look where he's, yep. he's going to an English international now. So that's not get carried away, but I'm just seeing a, you know, someone leading in that central defence. Sure. And you know, he's, he's given games, and now he's getting confidence with, you know, with clean sheet. That's the only one late goal conceded today. So... The positives there, but equally Mitra had a great, you know, great game. You know, he's worked hard. You know, but again, he'll be kicking himself that he maybe should have done better with some of his earlier chances. And yeah. so that's that's my worry. You know, yes, defence organised, but we're not offering an offensive threat. Okay, Max, what do you take away from this? 
yeah, first of all, Lawson, yeah, I totally agree with Emilio said he has been excellent and it's so refreshing to see because when we signed him, we thought he'd be the player he is now, but he, he hasn't been that player all season yeah. because of injury and because he settles. I'm really glad to see him. He's back in his best. And then, yeah, it's right. when we set up the five at the back, so much is dependent on us not conceding first, right? So I think we did right. well today. But once it got pegged back to 1-1, very well for us to change the way we play and attack the game. Right. It's just not how we're set up. So in, in, against the matches in, in the second half of the season, we're going to have to really keep that defense tight because if we can see first, it's going to be awfully hard to get back to the match unless we get yeah. more attacking players and change yeah. the system. And one thing we haven't mentioned today as well, I think also another shout out, Kamara. No, he, he has yeah. his critics. But for, for first half in particular, he no he, could he, touch him. No, touch him. He was he was causing them problems. His final ball at times, you know, maybe not as good as it could be, but you know, it needs to strengthen in 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 those departments. But he gave he stretched that defence. Uh, but in, in that just to the fact that when he got substituted, he was yeah. disappointed. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you saw that. Oh, he plays a role, Emilio. He turned around. Right? Yeah, he, he didn't. Did, wasn't he, happy when he, he got substituted. This is one thing you saw from our, our side of the pitch. He turned towards John Haynes and almost walked away from the touchline, yes. away from being something off because he was so despondent. And he walked yeah. up, took around 30 seconds, but by the end, everyone in the ground is so much standing and plotting. Yeah. And he deserved that. And he did his full he didn't effort. Have... Every time he plays, he always yeah. gives you everything he has. And he didn't applaud Ranier either, so there was disappointment there. But what I saw there was the fact that you'd be disappointed to be substituted because you want to keep fighting yeah, and fighting and fighting. Uh, That's a good That's not it a is a good sign. one. You know, when we're playing badly, we're losing heavily, and I've been substituted. No, that substitution was more because he brought his socks off today. So all these critics, you know, I can see why there's critics against Kampara, but first half he was, he was immense. He was, yeah. he, was, he, was, he was good. But you know what, guys? And I'll just say this, and then we have to wrap this up. On Kamara, and he is a polarizing player. We talked about this, Max. I know how you feel about him. But he has this skill set that it's obvious that Ranieri wants, and that's power and pace, and he offered it today. He scares that other team. Scares the defense every time he's out there. And he might not be a goal scorer, but he offers something that they need out there that he wants. I'm talking about the manager. So, anyways, great show, guys. Thank you for so much for doing this. I'm feeling not right. terrible after this. It's a step in the no. right direction. All right, well, let's wrap this up. For my co-host, Max Cohen and Emilio Donnell, both at Craven Cottage. I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute. And all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping. And you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.